0: You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast.
1: Hello all, Eric Rivenus with the Most Notorious Podcast here. Each week I interview an author or historian about a historical true crime, tragedy, or disaster. Subject matter ranges from gunslingers to Gilded Age murder to gangsters to fires to pirates to wild prison breaks. My guests bring their incredible knowledge directly to you. Please subscribe to Most Notorious on your favorite podcast app. Cheers, and have a safe tomorrow. I'm Leah. I'm an associate editor with All That's Interesting, which hosts the podcast History Uncovered. And I'm speaking today with our staff writer, Kalina Fraga. We co-hosted our last podcast, which was about the disappearance of Amy Lid Bradley. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. So basically, this
0: story... We'll, we'll recap the episode quickly for people who haven't heard the show. Amy Lynn Bradley was a 23-year-old on a cruise ship with her family in the Caribbean in 1998 who vanished while the ship was off the coast of Curacao. And after her disappearance, which of course was horrifying for her family, the ship staff was really unhelpful. They refused to tell other passengers she was missing. They didn't want to upset anyone or like put her, her photo up anywhere around the ship. They didn't search the ship very well. Um, and her family was sort of left to their own devices to try to track her down, which to this day, they they haven't. But, but what makes this story really weird is that, as you're going to talk about, people mm-hmm. have seen
1: her. They spotted her over the years. Right. And they don't seem like random sightings. They all happen kind of in the same place. Um, the mm-hmm. first one, which we'll talk about, um, happened in August of 1998, which was only a few months after she disappeared. And a Canadian man was watching Unsolved Mysteries um, when he realized he'd seen Amy Lynn Bradley back in August when he was in the Caribbean. Um, then in 1999, a naval officer reported that he'd seen her in a Curacao brothel. And according to his account, she told him his name, her name and begged him for help, but he didn't want to get into trouble. So nothing came of that. Ugh, um, that's so awful. I know. Then there's a, yeah, pretty much we have a couple of sightings where she's approached people and very bluntly said who she is and mm-hmm. they've decided not to act, which is probably the most frustrating part of this whole case. Yeah. Um, in 2003, there was a sighting in San Francisco, which is a little different, but it was while a cruise ship was docked there, which makes that even a little more, I don't know, sinister mm-hmm. as if the yeah. cruise ship, yeah, they're related. I think it was called the cruise Alcatraz cruise ship Alcatraz, something like that. Um, and then in 2005, a chilling photograph of a woman who looked just like her that was found on an adult website was sent to her family. Um, but the girl was labeled as jazz and not obviously Amy Wynn.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so right. basically this all suggests that she's alive or has been alive um, for some time after she disappeared. Right. And her family so, thinks she's alive. To this day, yeah, they Mm -hmm. believe that she has been kidnapped and they're offering a $25,000 reward for anyone who can bring information to them that brings her home safely. So we're going to talk a little bit about the theories behind what happened to her, Mm -hmm. um, which ones we think are the most plausible, and what we think might have happened to her. So do you want to start us off?
0: Sure. Uh, I'm going to start with the most basic theory, which I think some people... Think of when they hear about this case is that if she just fell overboard, and the reason this theory is plausible is that she had been partying the night before, and so the theory is that she got sick the next morning and was just like throwing up over the side and fell into the water and just was you know disoriented and 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 drowned. This one thing, theory,
1: um, oh yeah, I was gonna say one thing that I find I unbelievable about that is a cruise ship is like two hundred vertical feet from the waterline. So if she fell from the place she was last seen, which we mentioned um, in our podcast was on the top deck or going up to the top deck of the cruise ship. So if she was on the highest floor of the cruise ship and fell, you know, a hundred, 200 feet into the water, she'd probably be knocked unconscious or at least break mm-hmm. something. Right. Yeah. It, it was also this thing where
0: like people aren't, people don't like this theory because she was a strong swimmer and was a lifeguard and, you know, if she'd fallen into the water, like she she might've been able to save herself and the boat wasn't moving at the time either. It was docked outside of Curacao. Mm-hmm. So yeah, plus they never found a body in the water. So there's a right. couple of reasons why this theory might not not hold any weight, but um, any water. there are, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of people who've disappeared from cruise ships over the last several decades, which is horrifying. It seems like the worst way to disappear to me especially if you've fallen overboard
1: um oh yeah oh, interesting so we have a commenter saying um on a finished cruise ship a member was barely saved after looks like a murder so were they pushed off of the cruise ship and they were barely saved from falling off well well if you people, can elaborate on that yeah. comment
0: <laughs> <laughs> people do fall off like disturbingly disturbingly high numbers you know because these ships go really fast and people are often there's free alcohol um mm-hmm. totally and they're tall these ships are enormous so if you fall and the ship's moving you're that that's kind of it uh, apparently
1: between 2000 and 2017 nearly 300 people went overboard on cruises yeah. for whatever reason
0: mm-hmm. and i think let's see, yeah, 25% of those people who went overboard between 2009 and 2016 were rescued 25% so that's a lot of people that just were not Discare. rescued and this is these are people who are acknowledged to have fallen off there are mm-hmm. other people who just disappeared from cruise ships. Let's see. We, we have a story examples. about
1: one of those, um, mm-hmm. Rebecca Coriam, which we'll put in our comments section if you want to check it out. And then we have one of Marion Carver, uh, a 40-year-old mother from Massachusetts who went on a celebrity cruises, which interestingly is owned by um, Royal Caribbean Cruises, mm-hmm. which isn't that the one Amy Lynn Bradley disappeared from? Right? It was, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Little sketchy. Um, she disappeared and was never found. But interestingly enough, she had left all of her belongings behind, and the cruise ship kind of swept it under the rug, like they tried to uh, dispose of her belongings before mm-hmm. much of an investigation could take place, which is suspicious. Yeah, they didn't tell
0: anyone she was missing. Either her family like they didn't even know. And that's there's like a there's a something more examples like that, which are are all very odd. I think a lot of these stories happened like in the middle of the ocean though. And Amy Lynn Bradley is a little bit different because she was close to shore, which differentiates it a bit. But yeah, it's disturbing that people would vanish from the middle of a a ship full of people. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's probably the least weird theory is that she (laughs) fell overboard, um, fell, or I guess maybe was pushed or something. But there are a lot of much more bizarre theories out there um, and more disturbing ones. Do you want to take it?
1: Sure. One of them um, is that uh, a member of the crew band or the ship band, um, which was called yeah. Blue Orchid. Um, his name was Yellow. That was his nickname, <laughs> Alistair Douglas. Um, mm-hmm. So apparently he and Amy had some kind of relationship or friendship during the cruise. And there are actually videos of them interacting on the dance floor and they're dancing close. So it looks like they had some kind of, you know, trust between them or friendship between them. Yeah. Connection um, at least. Right. And the theory is that he might have something to do with the kidnapping or murder of her. Unfortunately, he was never fully investigated, either by the cruise ship or by authorities looking for her in the States.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: and in prior conversations, I guess, with authorities, he said he knew nothing, um, that he woke up on the morning she disappeared And someone was asking, someone on the staff was asking him if he knew where she went because he was one of the last people seen with her before she disappeared. He was seen trying to go up to the top deck um, of the cruise ship with her.
0: Yeah, right. Um, And this ties into something we discussed during the show as well. But one thing that Amy's parents said later was that they felt the crew had been giving her like a lot of weird attention. Um, Mm -hmm. At one point, uh, I think she was eating with her father in the I don't know what you call it where you eat on a ship but cafeteria cafeteria yeah I think there's like a yeah um yeah uh they came up and they wanted to know like what her name was and they wanted to take her to a restaurant in Aruba and she told her dad she thought they were creeps she wouldn't want to go with them anywhere and then in a
1: restaurant sorry go ahead
0: oh just another um incident was that there is like a photo display that the cruise ship staff had created of like fun pictures of the passengers during the voyage. And there had been photos of Amy on the wall. And then her mother knows that they all disappeared as if someone wanted them as like a token or a keepsake or
1: something weird like that. Yeah. And also the restaurant they wanted to take her to um, Mm -hmm. was a restaurant that Natalie Holloway disappeared from uh, years later. Was she?
0: 2005. Yeah. 2005. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The last place she was seen. So so there's this idea that, like, you know, if the crew is paying her special attention and if yellow was involved in this, then maybe they were behind kidnapping her or trafficking her. Um, It's a classic
1: case of is this negligence on behalf of the staff when it comes to looking for her or is it something more sinister? So it's hard to tell if it's just a bungled investigation or if there are a lot of moving parts to Mm -hmm. her disappearance.
0: Right, exactly. And based
1: on the staff's behavior and um, their failure to look for her properly after she disappeared or to make an announcement, even, they didn't, she was reported missing immediately. And the ship refused to make an announcement until they were docked and the, what do you call the, that? The gangplank. The gangplank. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. gangplank was down. Then they decided to make an announcement. So were they. Right. Well, the fact that they even. In some way? Did they know something?
0: The family asked them not to to dock the ship they said we need to keep the ship like isolated so we can search it and they refused they said no we're going to go ahead with our schedule and dock and they did which of course could have given someone a chance to escape
1: um and then when they did search it i you know and this isn't necessarily the failure of the staff or even the the authority searching it but they could only get permission to search certain quarters so they didn't really check common areas or they did check common areas but they couldn't check like personal um rooms they couldn't check where the staff stayed um so you know it's possible she was being held somewhere on the ship and they just never got the chance to find her
0: yeah which is so frustrating because obviously if someone's kidnapped they're not going to be in like a public bathroom they're going to be hidden
1: in someone's someone's private room right yeah
0: yeah we talked about this sort of briefly not on this show but you know this was 1998 so the internet was still very young social media was not a thing and her family set up a site and they tried very hard, you know, with what with the materials they had at the time to spread the word. But I wonder if it would have been different if like they could have blasted Instagram with her face or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who saw her, like the Canadian who saw her in Curacao and saw her on a TV show months after he, he'd he seen her on the beach. You know, there were shows like that. But if if her face had been just everywhere online, I wonder if that would have made a difference. in, or I don't know, but definitely
1: different time. And at least alarmed the people who might have taken her enough to say, well, there's big media blitz around this. I don't want to be involved anymore. Maybe we just let her go. But I don't think that would ever happen. I think once you're if it is a case of sexual slavery, I doubt there's any way you get out alive on purpose. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone would let you out. Otherwise, you could just break the whole thing open by telling on them.
0: I remember. I'm trying to remember exactly, but I remember when Madeline McCann went missing, there was sort of an argument about not spreading her photo too much because it might spook someone who had her and then they would kill her because then she was, it was too risky to them to like keep her alive. So Mm
1: -hmm. yeah, that's just awful, awful situation. Generally hard to know. And I guess this is a decision that authorities have to make all the time when they're dealing with these cases. How Mm -hmm. do we publicize her disappearance? When do we do it? Right. You know? I just think still going back to the sightings of her, how frustrating it is. Like if a young woman came up to you in any place and was like, I need your help. This is my name. Mm -hmm. Would you just walk away? I don't know. I know. I I know I wouldn't walk away. Well, especially
0: the brothel story. You know, she she went up to this guy and said, my name, you know, according to the story, my name is Amy Lynn Bradley. I need help. And he did nothing. He sat on the information until... I mean, when he saw her face on a magazine sometime later, he did report it to her family. But, you know, the brothel was gone by then. So, And then in 2005,
1: there was that woman who saw her in a bathroom in Barbados. Mm-hmm. And she introduced herself by name. And she said, I'm Amy from Virginia, which is where she was from. So Amy must have known people were looking for her and that they might recognize her name and where she was from. Yeah,
0: Right, it is frustrating. You think it would only take one sighting like that to change the case mm-hmm. and in this this instance there's been multiple and nothing has happened. Um, it makes you wonder
1: she's also seen with a man in that sighting as well as in previous sightings. I wonder if when they see her talking to somebody whoever is with her, her handlers or whoever is with her, if they then go up to that witness and like, you know, twist their arm a little bit, threaten them. Mm. So that when they do take their information to authorities, maybe they're too scared to Say more.
0: Maybe I wonder if it's you know like an American on vacation though if they if that would work with them or not. I mean, none of it's gone anywhere, so difficult right. to say. Yeah, I mean, the se- sexual trafficking angle is really horrible, and that photo um, which we have on the site and you can find online, you know, it looks like her uh, from a you know an older version of her. And just to throw some stats out there about about sexual trafficking, there's. 4 million victims of sexual slavery in the world, a million of those are kids, and 99% are women and girls. So it's a big, awful industry. And the idea that she somehow got ensnared in that is, is one of the scarier theories out of this whole case.
1: And I still think, you know, i still thinking about the cruise ship and whether or not the staff was purposefully unhelpful or if they were just really disorganized. Mm-hmm. And if it's just a case of disorganization, then there really needs to be more regulation on how and more, you know, recourse for what happens on cruise ships when people disappear. It shouldn't be that it's a scramble and everyone's nervous about making somebody, making the rest of the people on the ship nervous. They should have a plan in place. They're going out into international waters on a giant sea. Mm-hmm. They have to have plans for what to do when people disappear. And the yeah. fact that they don't, you know, you're kind of putting yourself at risk every time you go out
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, on
1: a cruise. Especially
0: since these ships are so big, you know, they can hold thousands of people and there mm-hmm. could be some bad seats there. So yeah, there should be some way to like, if something goes wrong.
1: Yeah, I agree completely. I said it jokingly um with you earlier that maybe cruise ships are just like a front for sexual slavery as a whole Mm. and everyone who's on the staff is a was like you know kidnapped at some point just Um, some cycle that would be a terrible sci-fi someone out there should write it Mm. yikes yeah if cruise ships aren't completely obsolete which they might be yeah we're with you david it's hard to believe there were all those sightings and nothing happened which is why you have to wonder like is there a larger conspiracy involved or is it just so much negligence and you know bungled Mm -hmm. investigation. Well, I will point
0: out actually to his point, like there was someone who came in and this was in in the show too but who scammed the family out of like $200,000. He said he was a former like special forces officer and he told them that I think Colombians were holding her in Curacao and he could save her, you know, for a price. Um, It was like um, a Navy seal operation. Yeah. And they paid him. They tried, you know, they thought that was it and he was just making up the whole thing was a scam, which they eventually uncovered. But yeah. Definitely people looking to profit off sad situations
1: like this. mm mm-hmm. um, And then I remember we talked briefly in the podcast about uh, the jawbone that was discovered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In it, 2017 or something.
0: I think so. It was pretty recent. It was off the coast of Aruba. So at first investigators thought it might be Natalie Holloway's. Right. Um, but they also tested it for Amy Lynn Bradley's. And there were there weren't any articles about you know any results from that which makes us assume that it wasn't Nothing a match to either one
1: yeah they also her parents, said it was really old exactly. it looked like it was old yeah
0: yeah so probably not a match to her but it has been a while since anyone has reported
1: a sighting unfortunately well, maybe all the new attention you know publishing it talking about it will get it going again you'd think after they did the jawbone thing it might be enough to rejog everyone's consciousness about it mm-hmm. have their eyes field but it doesn't look like that's so far been the case especially because so many young women and girls disappear right in a year and so mm-hmm. many of them are sold into sexual slavery as we mentioned earlier yeah
0: yeah it is it is an awful reality I think her case stands apart in, in some ways from other cases just because you know just disappearing like she did she was with her family she was her parents and her brother mm-hmm. and like just um, disappearing from a contained environment is so odd and so disturbing. And then for, yeah, for people to start seeing her very, very
1: weird case. Well, we have a comment. She'd be 44 now age out of the sex trade. I have no idea if that's a thing. I don't know if it's like Hollywood where they're like, ah, you're old. We don't want you anymore. I have a feeling it's more sinister than that. And they would never just let her go.
0: Right. Especially if she yeah. had
1: had a peek into what it is that they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You can't let someone live probably sadly yeah someone commented that people have contacted the family saying they know where she is and you know they don't it's just it's to get attention or money or something and yeah it's horrible um I guess that's the downside I mean you're trying to publicize like we were talking about someone's disappearance and unfortunately that attracts like
1: all these other people Mm -hmm. who try to glom on and take advantage of that you mentioned this thing about a paranormal investigator. Um, do you think that was another yes. example of a scam?
0: Someone- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I found this on Reddit. There is a parano- paranormal investigator who claimed to talk to spirits and came to this. Uh, I don't know. Spirits told him, I guess, that Amy had been killed by a man named Sam Arthur, which is a very generic name. Um, I don't know.
1: Nothing yeah. else came out of that. So Seems a little bit like a scam. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, And as a family, how do you move on from this? You must feel like your whole life, you have mm -hmm. to spend the rest of your life looking for her. And if you're not. Right.
0: Yeah. Just the trauma of it too. I don't know. I don't know how you would get over something like this. You know, one day you're on a cruise and the next mm -hmm. day, like just your whole world is upside down. Yeah. I think those are basically the theories that have, have been the most prevalent, you know, it's, it seems like either she fell off
1: or she was killed by somebody or she was kidnapped. Unfortunately, it does seem like kidnapping may have been the most likely thing Mm -hmm. just given all the sightings and the fact that she was just one minute there and one minute gone. And the staff on the ship was hesitant to do much, which definitely implicates them.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I think the sightings make it, make it feel very, yeah,
1: sinister indeed. Um, And we mentioned Marion Carver at the top of the show. Her family has uh, started a nonprofit with resources for those who go missing on cruise ships, which unfortunately is a creepy high number. Mm -hmm. Um, It's internationalcruisevictims.org. So if you have any information or you're looking for information, that's a site to check out. And if you have any information about the disappearance of Amy Lynn Bradley, which could lead to a $25,000 reward. Mm -hmm. Um, You can submit a tip anonymously at tips.fbi.gov. Are there any more comments we want to discuss from Facebook? And if you have a theory that we haven't touched on, let us know. Mm -hmm. We want to talk about it.
0: I often in cases like this, I always think it must be the simplest explanation, which to me is that she fell overboard, except for all the caveats we discussed. Um, But the sightings Mm -hmm. make it feel, yeah, something odd might have happened.
1: Is it possible that, I know they search the water. I don't know what that entails. I guess they bottom trawl, like they throw a net at the bottom and, you know, crawl it at the bottom.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't it know what is possible either. that she just
1: didn't wash ashore, right? Like if she fell.
0: I guess. I mean, around. they were so close to shore. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, given how the search of the ship went, I can't imagine the search of the sea was super
1: thorough. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um interesting a suicide well she killed herself by jumping off the boat like we're discussing right now you know where where's the body
0: well and her family you know feels strongly that's not what happened they they, you know she she just graduated from college and um sorry I think there are sirens behind me just actual sirens not (laughs) okay it's added atmosphere yeah (laughs) um you know she just graduated from college she had a new job a new apartment She had a dog back home like they didn't feel like that she would have she was going to kill herself or she was in that mindset.
1: Right. Um, Yeah. So this is the History Uncovered podcast. We're hosted by All That's Interesting, which is the digital publisher. Um, And you can find the podcast on Amy Lynn Bradley anywhere you can find podcasts. And this was our first live Facebook live event. So thank you for joining us.
0: (laughs) Yeah, thank you. It was a cool discussion. Um, um, and- okay, the next episode is going to be about this woman named uh, Maude Wagner, who's actually the, the woman featured in the photo for the podcast. And mm-hmm. she was the first known female American tattoo artist. Her body is just covered in tattoos. Um, and she, she started doing this in like 1905. So very much before
1: dismantling beauty standards.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's a cool story. So we're going to talk about that in our next show. Maud
1: Wagner. Maud Wagner, yes. And if there's something you want to hear us talk about, you can comment here. You can hit us up um, on our website. Mm-hmm. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at history, Real History Uncovered.
0: Thanks for listening to History Uncovered. I'm History Uncovered's producer, Kit Westneat. If you like the show, help others find us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And be sure to follow the All That's Interesting and History Revealed pages on Facebook and Real History Uncovered on Instagram. Make sure you don't miss out on the new episodes and subscribe to the History Uncovered podcast and keep up with our latest stories at allthatsinteresting.com. If you have a question about the show or just want to say hi, feel free to call us at 929-526-3029 or email us at podcast at allthatsinteresting.com. This podcast is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like Legends of the Old West and Redacted History. Until next time, keep exploring.
1: What's something you learned in history class that you feel like wasn't the whole truth? Better yet, what's something you didn't learn at all that was omitted completely? That's what I like to call Redacted History. My name is Andre White, the host of the Redacted History Podcast, the place where history's forgotten events, heroes, and villains. Get their story told, one episode at a time. The Redacted History Podcast. Real history never dies. Stream the Redacted History Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts.